what's going on everybody welcome to the bring it in show beautiful monday out here in savannah i'm getting everything loaded up uh jamie and i we had a uh awesome awesome weekend on saturday jamie and i actually got to go to the savannah falcons game we're out there we're uh working on some some videos taking videos commentating it was really it was really fun um jamie you have a good time too oh there you go all right how you how you doing how you doing jamie you you there jeff why can't we hear glenn Oh no! I, mean, I can't you guys... say anything. I was just backstage, and I was here. Oh man! Oh man! So we're getting, we're having some uh, issues, I guess. The guys can't hear me. Let me uh, try to adjust some things. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah, we're going live. And you guys can't hear me now. You guys can't hear me now. Just trying to get it all together. Oh man! Look, that's what happens when you're dealing with a uh, live show. He knows. He's all right all right he's trying to he's messing with his microphone so i think he has to know you guys there you guys there you guys there <laughs> hey, what's up with this kentucky derby my boy baffert is uh under the cheaters under some cheaters. scrutiny right <laughs> can't be cheating man can't be I cheating i mean you know there's probably every every horse is on some sort of like dope at some point getting them remember ready. they always make example out of the one who gets caught Jeff. oh he could be done well he's at this point <laughs> yeah they're waiting on that second test to come so completely he can't what are they going to do with all the people that made money and all the people that lost money though I, it, you just go i think the betting you can't change anything on the betting I think, but yeah. I think like obviously the 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 actual horse that that won the money and all the trainer and everybody that money goes back and uh, yeah. goes to who you know the next best. Yeah, you guys, you guys hear me yet? Right. I mean, that's kind of all there is to I, it. I think it would have to go that way. Am I am I back? That is a crooked sport. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, no question. A lot of money in it though. A lot of money. Preakness this weekend. I'm gonna be in Kentucky. What's up with that? <laughs> right. Yeah, you got that all wrong, man. You got that all wrong. So backwards with this, man. But I'll be on the Bourbon Trail, so I'll be all right. I'll be happy. Taking on the Bourbon Coach, Trail. You're on mute now too. I think Glenn put me on mute. I don't. Oh. I nobody. <laughs> all right, you're good now. I got you now. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Glenn, you're not good. Coach, tell us about the game, man. I know yeah, Glenn I was just about to say, Coach, I know Glenn would want us just to well, dive right in. Yeah, well, the game was was pretty dull, right? I mean, we had a bunch of, um, like I said, a bunch of great stuff going on. We end up getting the lead at first, and then, you know, stuff starting to happen. End up getting down 17-9, uh, going into halftime. So then, um, like I said, we got off to we always get off to a good start, and then somehow we end up getting 
little lackadaisical, a little lazy into it. And then you need something like a little boost or something like that coming out of halftime, adjustments, like we said. And, I mean, the more and more, I'm not going to lie to you, George Grant, our quarterback, like I said, Jamie knows and, and Glenn knows, uh, he works 12-hour shifts, so it's hard for him to uh, come out the games, be on time for games, stuff like that. And me, I, I'm, I'm never going to deteriorate nobody from their job. Like I said, somebody tell me, Coach, I can't get off. They just can't get off. I mean, that's, that's just the stuff about it, you know. But the other guys, I got to keep, you know, running the business, running running the team. And if they can't get off, then I have to uh, the punches roll with it. And I'm not going to lie to you, Johnny Beasley, which is always – Johnny Beasley been with me since the, the start of coaching, and um, he's a great quarterback, you know, but the, the aspects of it and everything else like that, the leadership concept of it, the, the familiarness of it with George Grant, I think the team just reacts and, and a lot different. And the crazy part about it, uh, our opponents know the same thing as well. Like you can see the game flow. I mean, if you guys go back and look, the game flow, the the players' comfort level. Uh, just when George comes in, it's just it's just comfortable. Spark. I, I don't, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just I it's not saying that Johnny's not a not a great quarterback. Johnny's Johnny's one of the best quarterbacks in Spain. But George Grant, like I said, it's a it's a it's a calmness of it. It's a I don't I don't even know what to call it because I feel more confident with him. I mean I love Johnny Beasley to death, but 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 George Grant, I mean well I mean you got you've got one starting quarterback right, and if, if he can't get there, then that's gonna set you back a little bit. Who'd you guys play again? Oh, uh, the Florida Falcons. We lost to them earlier in the season. Payback. So right, in, yeah. So now we are three and three. So. I mean, we 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 just really hitting our stride, man. I mean, to getting really playing Falcon football to where, you know, everybody's on one page. Like I said, we don't had three to four bye weeks, so yeah. I mean, we getting it all together. And like I said, practice time is not really, you know, you get who's there and stuff like that with semi-pro. But all in all, to me, we hitting stride at the right time. That's good. That's good. You got, so how many weeks do you have coming up? Uh, in uh, we have the final game of the season, actually. The final game of the season is this week. The regular season is this week. Um, it's against the Savannah Raiders, which is another Savannah uh, foe. We plan on having the red out. That's what we plan on doing. Everybody going to wear red. Um, so we really want to bring the crowd out. Really want to bring you know the city out to see Savannah versus Savannah. And then um, Are you playing at stadium again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What time's the game? Uh, I'm shooting for six o'clock. I had it at five, and it it it, it is it is hot out there, man. It is it is about eighty degrees. Uh, <laughs> Jamie, unless it's yeah. about eighty eighty five, yeah. And the sun don't go down till about eight o'clock. So once but well, once that sun goes down, mm-hmm. it's a nice little breeze out there, and and, and there's some good. We really got some good football going on Saturday. So the stadium, that was our first time at Daffin Park. And we got a good feel for it. I mean, I really love that field. I mean, the stadium in itself is, is built for us. The, 
I mean, for the amount of fans we have and stuff like that. So, uh, for me, it's on the right direction. That's good. Yeah, when I yeah, saw the man. video out there, uh, Daffin looked amazing where y'all were playing at, man. Oh, yeah. They had, they had it looking good. Well, can they you guys, can you guys hear me? They haven't been playing on it for about a year. That's so what I thought. That, yeah, that's just that's just almost a fresh field that's been taken care of, and and luckily, you know, the city really just opened back up last week. So True. for me to get Daffin Park right off the bat, you know, like the, the I think the guy was on the only people been in there was uh soccer for like a game wow. or two. Is that so, a turf field or is that? Yeah, turf field, beautiful stands. The only thing they don't have is locker rooms, which we don't mind because at least we're home. Come to the field yeah. dress. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so, yeah, coach. Hey, so look, man. Uh, I had I had been to a few games. I missed a couple most recently, just on account of being busy and having things going on like your players do. Uh, one thing that I was pointing out to Glenn during that game was. Um, man, hey, you're, I don't see uh, Mari Latson out there. Hey, I don't see uh, Vander Vliet out there. Um, man, but you're able to plug some guys in there uh, to fill those roles. Uh, what's that like for you trying to fill in, you know, some of those better athletes with guys that are, you know, sitting there waiting for their chance to play a little bit? Are you uh, constantly take, trying to re- yeah. are, you, are you recruiting players too? Are you trying to get more guys? Well, like I said early in the season, and um, we really had a roster full of 40-50. And that was the whole reason of having a roster full of 40-50. Some plays, like I said, the week before uh, this game right here, we went up to the Venom, which is in Fort Mill, South Carolina, which is about a a three-and-a-half-hour drive. So we went up there with about 22, maybe 24. I'm missing 15 starters. I'm missing Jonathan DeLoach. I'm missing uh, Tyree Taylor. I'm missing – we missing a whole bunch. I had to put – we almost was in a 4-2-5, and I had a DB at linebacker. So I'm missing <laughs> Damani Beecham. I'm missing members. Uh, the only person that was out there is a new guy named Brandon Frazier. And, you know, it, it's good to where you have games like that because the guys that you – the newer guys, that's all they was asking me. They said, Coach. Just, just give me one chance. That's all they. That's all they. Coach, just, just hit me out. Just give me one. I know, you know, you know who, who I had in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. But then when you get some new players, you know, stuff like that. And guys that I actually step in is amazing. Like we got Tory Worlds. Uh, we got, we got Cedric. Be- uh, Cedric Beeler came back. Well, hey, I mean, also, it's a your boy Johnny Beasley. He just, he just said a. Uh... Sent the message in on the chat. He said, "I'll play wherever, man, as long as we get that W." So JB, cornerback too, if you want. <laughs> JB, Johnny Beasley, Jonathan Deloach, Tory Worlds. We just got a bunch of guys that just team players. Uh, we just got back Juice Van Gale. I mean, we getting a bunch of guys that's just family wise guys, older head guys, and just gonna keep our younger head guys together. And it's just, like we said, next man up mentality. Next man up mentality, which has always been one of our greatest things. Like I said, we lost Mari. Mari moved to Atlanta full time. We lost Vanderfleet. Vanderfleet wanted to move on. We, we, we went away from Vanderfleet. But we get, we get the rotation going. Like I said, you just keep 
you just keep finding guys that just want to play football. Like I said, and, and, and we build them more. And the crazy part about it, man, this is just my second home game. This is just our second. That was just our second home game. Like the inbox has been crazy. Coach, you still accepting players? Coach, you still? Yes. And once we keep building, once we keep, like I said, my guys are having more and more fun as games go on. It's not all. At first couple of games, it was all seriousness. You know, we lost a couple of nail biters, you know, uh, stuff like that. We lost a couple of close games. You weed out a couple of people. People that want to be there, people that be with you through the thick and thin. Then once you come full circle, and like I said, to me, man, and uh, I don't know if Glenn can hear me or Glenn can do that. Yeah, I think I'm back. But oh yeah, Glenn back. But the little scuffle we had in Ellabel on our sideline, to me, because that was between my captain. That was between you know. A captain stepped on and, and 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 ended it all up. That 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 little thing to me sparked the whole rest of our season. Because ever since then, they just really been clicking, clicking, clicking. It's been no more fussing on the sideline. Coach can, can coach the game. I mean, me when I'm on the sideline, if you can look, I'm never with the with the guys. I'm looking at the other <laughs> side, and I'm looking around and seeing what the guys gonna do. And that's really I got we got a good nine coaching staff. We keep hiring more coaching staff. So we just really just really build it. Really, really build it. Yeah. The one thing I wanna say, tell everybody, like, keep your eyes out. Earlier this morning and last night I went through uh I went through the game tape real quick because I was gonna I was Gonna bring up like a little sports center, like two, three minute clip for when we take our little, for when we take our break. And by the time I was done and I got all the, uh, the best Falcons plays, I had over 10 minutes of, uh, video. And that's, that's not every single play. I mean, that's, that's just the best, the highlights that I, as I was going through, I was like, all right, all right. They, they, they totally creamed the quarterback on this one. I mean, it starts out, it starts out. You got Jonathan Deloach. I can't remember which one's first, um, but either Deloach breaks off a uh, 15 yard gain to the left side and then um you got tracy lewis who's out there um him and i'm i'm not sure who is right behind him but oh man and i gotta tell you steph got awesome pictures of the tracy lewis um uh safety i mean but yeah, oh, yeah. so you got you got things you guys were were clicking clicking i mean even though um George Grant came in uh, towards the end at at the very end of uh, the first half. You had Beasley drop back and and had nowhere to go, and then he broke off. I mean, I'm I'm just like real quick because I didn't count, but I mean he had to he had to have had like thirty yards easy, maybe forty yard, like just running, and then there were a couple other ones like. Beasley, you are a tough man. There, were, there was one time, 
that they were they were blowing the whistle dead and you still had like four guys on top of you and you were just you were still getting yardage is um is nice and then like at the the game winning touchdown i look back and then i look and i'm like you hear it in the uh video i tell jamie i'm like oh they got beasley out there lining up at tight end right now like He's going out there setting some blocks and whatnot. He's he's got great intensity, <laughs> great intensity, and um, I mean, I like I like how he just he just popped up and he said, "Salute that boy George." Like I love the uh, the family aspect where I mean, guys are That's holding each other accountable on the sideline. I mean. I've talked to guys after the game and they tell me like, man, I, I didn't, I had a terrible game. Like I didn't do anything today. Like I'm, I mean, they, they're not, they're not, they're not afraid to just come, come right out and, and like take ownership of when they, they haven't performed at the level that they have. Yeah, they hold themselves the accountable. <laughs> yeah, and um, then you got Daltrey <laughs> taking that pick six back. Man, that let was. Let me tell you something. Let me let me tell y'all guys about this defense. I'm glad you, but I'm, I don't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. But Daltrey, Daltrey came over. Daltrey's been. I've been selling Daltrey to be that dog backer, that Jamal Adams type, that that. And Daltrey has bought in so much, it's ridiculous. I mean, and the defense in itself has bought in so much, it's ridiculous. If you guys go back and look at this film, my guys, um, we teaching them to wrap up, but my guys, my guys are out there hitting. We at least got two to three fourths fumbles. This defense, I said, they're growing together more and more. I got Devin King. I mean, Beans, we got Big Kanai Smith. You got Jesse Walker. You got a bunch of guys, Chase Daltrey. And if you guys look at it, DeLoach was on defense as well. Yeah, I saw Chase, I saw that. And, and Johnny Beasley can go on defense as well. We got a bunch of guys that's going to step in where we need them to step in. If I tell Johnny Beasley, I need you at guard, offensive guard. Cool, coach. I'm in there. We got Jonathan Loach. Jonathan Loach, go block the punt. Okay, cool, coach. I'm in there. Is that These is guys, that what Beasley was playing on that on – that, uh... Touchdown was he was he a guard? He was a tight end. Okay. No, he, I, was a, he was a tight end. I thought he was, he at, was tight at tight end, end, but I wasn't sure yeah. if maybe you just weren't running a tight end at that time. I but just saw Johnny him Beasley, and, and I just figured mind. it. <laughs> and these guys don't mind getting in the trenches. If I if I tell my safeties go down there and get with the big boys, they're gonna yeah. get with the big boys. Yeah. Like I said, and Tracy Lewis, guys, I'm I I just seen Tracy Lewis. Tracy Lewis is another one. This Tracy Lewis it's, it's a bunch of guys that's been that's that's crazy that you don't know their name. That's just and you go out there and see them. Like I said, Coach Tracy. Tra I always seen Tracy as a heavy hitting linebacker. Then Tracy Lewis come to me one day. He said, Coach, you know I can run the ball. I said, I don't think you can run the ball, Tracy. No, oh, we saw him run the ball. He can run the ball, Coach. <laughs> he can run said, the okay, ball. Put Tracy in there. Put Tracy in there. Tracy got in there the first play to 15 yards. I said, well, keep on running, Tracy. <laughs> keep on running. <laughs> keep on running. That, that, that's all. And, 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 guys, we are running team. But let me tell you something. Our receivers are getting better. 
Uh, running backs are getting our uh, O-line is starting to click. Like, once we get – once I get the linemen, once we get a full team and everybody on my roster shows up, I can't I, – I'm, I'm, I'm excited for joy. I got – I do have a screen grab of – I don't know if you remember, Coach, at the uh, third quarter – Jamie and I moved over to the uh, other side to get into the shade, which actually I kind of I kind of like that feel because we ended up being right behind the um, chains, mm-hmm. and and I, I got I got a fourth down where George's arm is outstretched at least a yard past the chains and. One ref was going to give it to you, and then the rest of them said no, and it ended up being, it ended up being Florida's ball. But I mean, the the fans were over there screaming, "He didn't get it! He didn't get it!" (laughs) And um, man, so so I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw um, his arm outstretched past that, and then uh. And then, sure as anything, I went back to the video, and I mean, the video doesn't lie. I'm right behind the uh, chains, and man, it, you always get risk. I mean, you get, I get scared watching because I'm I'm still learning all the uh, all the um, skill sets of all these players. I'm learning them more and more every single game, but when he he reaches out it scares me because i'm thinking he's gonna lose it he reaches out gets it right past it and then sucks it right back into his body before anybody touches him and uh i mean it's (laughs) awesome and then when i mean the movement that george grant has he'll drop back and he creates time for his receivers to uh try and get all open i like that a lot i like that a lot that's very true I mean, in all aspects of the game, like you say, refs not gonna catch everything. I mean, I can see it from my sideline. That's why, if you look at the film, I'm down there in the middle of the field. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that was a big fourth down because I think I was like fourth and like 15, and George out there running for his life. I mean, as a quarterback, he out there, you know, giving it his all, and you want to have yeah, his back and stuff like that. I mean, through all of that, like I said. You can't lose your cool because of referee. Nah. Referees just a part of the game. They're not going. We don't have instant replay. I don't have a challenge yep. flag. We got to just just let me deal with the referees, and I, I and that's one thing I tell the team. You know, let me deal with the referees. We gonna get we gonna get a lot of non calls, a lot of non holding calls. Just just we all just got to stick together. Yeah. Like I said, if I lose my cool. Then the team lose their cool. I, I've seen that through our through our six games. You know, if I get up if I get upset and I start losing my cool, then then the guys really reflect off me, like I said, and that's really where it starts with. It starts with me, you know, setting a statement and stuff like that. So that's what we got to do, and that's what we're gonna build off of, you know, yeah. the driving force. So I wanna remind everybody that we're talking about the game this past weekend, Florida. Falcons versus Savannah Falcons, where the Savannah Falcons won 23-17. to And this Saturday, there's another game. $10 tickets. Um, the field location is Floyd E. Morris Field at Daffin Park. 
1500 East Victory Drive. I'll throw that address up on the screen real quick for for you guys to see so you guys can uh, take out your phones, write it down, type it in, make sure make sure you're there, save it in your calendar for this Friday. Wear red. You see you see how I put that uh, the address in red? That's because it's a red out. <laughs> we're making we're all we're gonna we're gonna make that place look like the reddest spot in Savannah on Saturday. It's gonna be awesome yeah. at Floyd E. Morris yeah. Field at Daffin Park. It's a good time. Um and it's right there in the middle of everything, right next to Grayson Stadium. And Grayson Stadium's been there for longer than any of us have been around. So if you're in Savannah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Get out there. It's going to be a good time. Good football. Last time these two teams played, the uh, Savannah Falcons took the W. It was it was a little, uh, like Coach said, they, they had some... Uh, talks on the side of the field between players but the the captains holding everybody accountable and I mean they just they just did it they pulled back together like a family and they were able to get the win and I mean it was I mean it, when I say pull back together like a family I mean c- come on you got you got George Grant throwing to his older brother for the game-winning touchdown in that game. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's how much of a family this football team is. Um, and and George told us he's, uh, he's already gotten off for this game. So George is going to be there. Beasley's going to be bringing his intensity, playing where he needs to be. And it's going to be I'm, – I'm really excited for it. Um, Jeff, I know you don't know uh kind of what I'm talking about. You'll come down this this summer, but um Javi Saavedra didn't have the best game of his career. I haven't I haven't, I haven't been I haven't taken Javi. I usually take Javi usually Javi Javi's the goat. Yeah, he really Javi, is. Javi and I haven't been taking Javi to practice and and you know, on the turf fields. It's been hard, so we've been trying to get out there. Yeah. Practice. Hopefully, we will get out there for a practice so Javi can really and, get and, the, and the feel thing about of the Javi, turf. I can't if Javi Javi needs to have a net behind his stuff because Javi's scared to boot it across the street, hit a car. That's what I'm and, talking and, about. And, and, That's Javi, what I was just Javi's about to say. Man. That's what I was just and, and, about to say, man. He kicked yeah. <laughs> the ball out of the stadium across a busy – it's four lanes right there. A busy four-laned road with a median – with, like, a nice-sized median in it. It's it's called Abercorn. Uh, no, no, Victory. Victory. No, that's Victory. I, I've, I've gotten those two confused ever since I moved to Savannah. I always call them the wrong name. But, yeah, kicked it clear across Victory Drive. Um I mean, he's he really I, is. I, well, a guy like Harvey, I don't understand how a guy like Harvey isn't recruited. But that's what I'm trying to do: get Harvey out. I don't plan on Harvey being on my team next year. Yeah, Harvey can boot that thing with some of the greats. Like he always said, "Coach, you want to boot it to the end zone? Boot it to the end zone." <clears throat> I don't understand how you not. 
in the league that we in, which is semi-pro, I mean, most people don't have a kicker. Javi, once I get inside the 40, Javi can pretty much kick it. Oh, I know, I know. I mean, I, I mean Javi, like I said, and, and, and the way Javi warms up, like I said, I don't even bother Javi. Like, Javi is just the good, and I look for him all the time. And like I said, Javi just, we just really, like I said, special teams is a big game. Like I said, like I see Tracy say, shout out to the offensive line. Yeah. I mean, the trenches. That's where it's at. I mean, we just been, it's been, it's been a great season, man. It's been God dang on, we just three and three. And like I said, man, the three losses just come by a combined 16 points. Yeah, and and I mean, nobody on the and I'm on the bragging, road. I'm not being I'm not being nonchalant, but my defense nobody blowing my nobody blowing us out. Nobody I don't care what nobody nobody blowing us out by forty by thirty by twenty. Like every game we've been in has been either close, a touchdown or two. Like I said, and it's been mental errors on us. Like I said, I mean like, and we never lost in the city of Savannah. Yeah, and that's yeah, what all that's three of our losses. That's one thing that I uh, Carolina and Florida teams. Yeah, that's one thing I I noticed too. I mean, you're you're not losing in Savannah, and sometimes it's tough to get the entire roster to travel with you. So I mean, when you guys are all together and playing well, I'm that's why I'm glad this last that's game. That's why I'm that's glad this last game <laughs> is right here in the heart of Savannah. So. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, most definitely. Tracy, that's what, that's Tracy Lewis says your your defense is the best in the the league. I believe it. Your defense may be I mean, a little illegal. I mean, the way the way they open that that hole for Tracy to get that sa- that uh, safety was uh, awesome. So, but. <laughs> I want to ask everybody to uh, stick with us while we take a quick break for some station notes and stuff like that. And we'll be back to the Bring It In show in just a couple minutes. You are listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM. WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. All right, and we are back. Coach, I wanted to ask you a question about the draft, the 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 NFL draft the other week, because I know mm. I know earlier in the year we were talking about you wanted Justin Fields and a lot of mm-hmm. people had him going to the Falcons earlier in the year and then uh the emergence of Kyle Pitts came through. How how do you feel about getting the uh what some people say is like the uh Megatron best draft. of yeah, best, best player, player of the draft. draft. Yeah, I mean so so you you're okay with getting the best player in the draft. The Megatron best of of any catching position. Nice. That's the best player in the draft. That's all. That's all we can say. Yeah. I mean, that's all we can say. I don't. I don't. I don't know where we. I don't know where we. I don't know. I don't know, man. I really wanted Justin Fields. I, mean, I, I. But I mean, I, I tell you what. As a fantasy football lover, man, dude, 
that boy is in a perfect scenario. Oh yeah, and your team's oh, yeah. in flourish. I mean, the the Atlanta Falcons are, are they're going to be putting up forty points a game every week, and they're going to need to because that defense is still really good. We'll see. Yeah, we'll but see. we didn't. Still, we didn't. Still got we didn't, Matt Ryan back there. Yeah, but we didn't. We didn't solidify the defense a little bit more. We didn't. To me, we didn't. We didn't solidify the defense. Uh, like I said, we just need to, to get a pass rusher. I looked at our roster. I looked at our fan. I mean, uh, um, our cap hits, and Dante Fowler is like our third or fourth highest paid player. Like we can't. Oh man, I mean, we got we need we need uh, a double digit sack guy. I mean, like I said, so I'm good with the pick. We didn't get no running back. I mean, I guess we got um buddy from the Panthers. Yeah, but yeah. I know. <laughs> and Gurley, I, I don't know right? what we're gonna do with Gurley, guys. I I mean, fantasy wise, it's good. I mean, but yeah. Looking at you know it, looking getting. at it so far, we're gonna have to pay Ridley next year, and I don't know how we're gonna do that. Man. And we're gonna have to keep Huli. I mean, Huli. I don't know. What we, but if, if I'm not mistaken, man, did we not play Huli the money up front? We gave him all the money up front. I know you we guys gave him, him a bonus. lot of money up front. Right, so why would we trade him? We already gave, so we gonna let him skate with the money up front. I can't. I don't see him sliding like that. Hmm? Quintoris, Torres Jones. What's what's the cap hit on him? I think he like thirty, about thirty this year. I know both. If I looked at the cap hit this morning, both of them, Matt Ryan and Julio, is like a cap hit of like twenty four to thirty, thirty, thirty mil this year. Okay. Yeah, because it's the back end. It's the back end of everybody contract. Because we were yeah, supposed to yeah. be, like I said. So if we don't hit this year, we gonna be we gonna be horrible. This is we gonna be. Yeah, you got unlucky with the buck stepping up. We waiting. I tell you what, Jeff. We waiting to see what the Ravens want to pull off. We gonna need. We gonna need a couple of them defensive people for Huli. Y'all want Julio? Yeah. <laughs> we, gonna need, we gonna need some people for Julio. Y'all want Julio? We gonna need some people for him. I don't think the Ravens are gonna gonna do anything more. We drafted two receivers and both should be good. I mean, we we've been. I was gonna say though, the Falcons should use their offensive firepower to trade for some defensive people. Yeah. Right. It, it'll no, go no one's seeing Everything that part do. about it. Everyone's like, oh, you got to get rid of this guy. You got to get rid of that guy. No, you don't. Use it as trade power. Yeah. During 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 the I, first few I, I, weeks. They're talking to, I know they're talking to people about trading uh, Julio away. We'll see. We'll see what happens. If well, Julio goes to Chicago, just... Chicago Ooh, they'd be beastly. Oh my They was God. talking about that draft night. So I don't but they was talking about Julio for Khalil Mack. Listen, uh send it. Me the GM, send it. Let me get Khalil Mack and um What's his big uh the other DT next to him? I don't care. We just need some defense, man. <laughs> and that's the crazy part about it. But all in all, like I said, it's good to have NFL back. It's good to have some fans in the stands at, at any occasion. And like I said, once we get back to fantasy season, it's gonna be a great. Like I said, this, the bring it on in show is gonna be great. 
everybody's going to be great when when that season when when football season rolls back around oh we're so yes. waiting for it did you guys see uh the olympic 100 meter uh races yesterday <laughs> yeah dk dk ran a 10 3 6 I mean, he was he didn't win. I believe he came in like twelfth, like nine, nine. Okay, he came in ninth. But I mean, he was moving, and he's a lot bigger than. And you could tell, guy. but once he stood up fully, you could tell he lost his like. Cause yeah, he, he looks like a giant out there, like yeah. like with some baby ants. But once he stands up fully, it's more <laughs> he lost it because. Once he was low, he was with him at first. Yeah, he was. Once he stood up fully, it's like the wind. The wind caught him like a sail. (laughs) Too much muscle. Too much muscle for. But you could see him. You could see him flying. Oh, my God. He was flying. And he also, I mean, in his credit to finish ninth and not be that, that's not what he's been training in for his life like i mean some of those guys have got i mean i believe some of them wear suits that make sure that they can't stand up when they're training and stuff like that to keep them in perfect positions and just like little things like that and i really think if you give him a four by four i think he'll he'll he's decent on the four by four oh yeah i think you just gave him a straight straight away but if he can like if you tell him go catch somebody, <laughs> I mean that's where it all started, isn't it? When he uh, when he sucked up a uh, buddy from the Cardinals, Ooh, I Baker. can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was him. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. And the crazy part about it, man, that week I had Buda Baker as my defensive player. Oh. And I wanted him to score that that defensive. Uh, I wanted him to score that defense touchdown so bad. I that would have been like 20 points. I, I don't know why he didn't cut in. <laughs> why didn't he cut in? You had to hear that big man coming behind you, man. Cut in. <laughs> There's no way he didn't hear him coming. That's a beast coming down mm, the side. That's why he's man. on defense and not offense. <laughs> okay, good point. Good point. Point well made. Cut in. Cut in. Was... That was awesome. Yeah, it is. And then, I mean, you guys hear this other story about uh, the Broncos, Jawan James getting injured. Uh, he got injured working out, off-season workouts, but he wasn't at the Broncos facility. So mm. technically they don't have to pay him his $10 million he's owed this year because it's a season-ending injury. Um, had it happened at the at the facility, the Broncos would still be um, on the hook for for this pay. And this is one thing this really rubs me wrong because you're you, and and then and then the NFL has the audacity to go out a couple days later and puts out a statement saying any player injured working out away from the team facility is um is not like you don't have to pay him you can if you if you're a nice team and 
come on, you know, if Tom Brady gets injured, they're paying him. Um, but yeah, so there are, is the, the Broncos are definitely not paying him then, or, or I I don't do you know? I don't know. My biggest problem is the NFL putting this um, statement out in a league where we have arguably some of the best athletes in the world and and now we're sitting here and we've already we've given the the players kind of what they want they want more time with their families a lot of these players i mean have enough money to live outside of the city they're playing in i mean when we start out football is the only only job you get out of college where you have no option but they do make a lot of money so i mean if so now what i'm looking at is we're guys go to their home city and they're working out and if they they hurt themselves and they come back to the team and the team decides well well you were working out not at our facility so uh we're not paying you that money the NFL has to protect themselves in that way as far as, you know, they can't control anything that's going on outside of their facilities. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, you know, maybe it sucks. So then, so then I, when guys I, I show up to, uh, a little bit. so when guys show up to spring training and can't make the team because they're totally out of shape, I mean, the NFL wants well, a saying, good product, right? From a business perspective. Well, yeah, exactly. So I, I mean, it's a. Business. I thought you were saying from a business standpoint, it. it's like a liability Again, thing. Exactly, it's a liability thing. And, so and what if said, what if the players go talk amongst each other and say, okay, if they're going to start cutting our salary because we're getting injured off site, then how about none of us work out, huh? They have a collecting bargain, collective bargaining agreement. Every, yeah, you know, it's it's in fact for you know. The next ten years, I think the most recent one they just just finished, and they you know they they talk about all this stuff. I mean, yeah, it's all I mean, I do know, I do yeah, know yeah, Tom yeah, Brady yeah. was um one of the biggest supporters of being able to work off site because yeah. Brady yeah. does not he doesn't work out like the rest of the football team. So he's got his own trainers, his own regiment, his own doctors like he doesn't let the team like handle his stuff but i i honestly think the teams will be taking care of their players that get hurt if they're if they're working out yeah look at terrell suggs like eight years ago he he tore his achilles playing basketball in arizona during the off season yeah he's not paid and 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 then you're right you are right about that like i don't like how this looks but then you know if the way the rule is, I mean, we're, we'll never know if he was actually um, working out or goofing off or something, Doing something. and then yeah. just tried to pass it off. But I still don't like it. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth when when I get all, all we talk about is how this guy came into camp out of shape or that guy came into c- camp out of shape. And I mean, it's. It's hey, I mean, if if I get hurt, I mean, so that's if I'm an NFL player, I'm just chilling on a Caribbean beach all off season. 
no, I'm not even going to swim. Just chilling in a chair all off season with a protective shield but, around yeah, but me. But you get paid. Yeah. You get paid. You get paid to do what you do. Like you say. Like, I got players now that's, uh, that play in the other rec basketball leagues. Like I said, like George. Yeah. George Grant even plays in that. Um, we have a rec league, the 30 and up league, which is um, sponsored by Span TV, everything else like that. Jamie and uh, Glenn know him. So, I mean, but if somebody gets hurt somewhere else, like you say, you want to be like, well, dang, you didn't get hurt here. So that's kind of like your fault. That's kind of like the other team's fault. It's a it's a bunch of give and takes. Because yeah. if George, yeah. if George Grant mess around and get hurt playing basketball, I'm be upset. Highly very upset. <laughs> Any or Savannah Falcons and Deloach was out there playing. Deloach was out there playing at first, and he stopped playing. But you never want your guys to be playing around or be doing other extracurricular activities in season or even off season. Yeah. Like even in the off season, like I got a bunch of guys that come from flag football, which is another league in Savannah. Like if somebody get hurt, like they'd be like, Coach, I got hurt at flag. Like, what are you even doing at flag? Like, <laughs> right. You know, right. So you wanna be like that, but it's you don't want like these guys are athletes. Yeah. And like if they don't have sports, some of them it kills them. I mean it kills them. It's a getaway it's a getaway venue, so it'd be like, Coach, I haven't worked out, otherwise I'll lose it. And then as a coach, he comes back and he's out of shape. I'm gonna be upset then. Like yeah. you haven't done nothing. Like you ain't been yeah. protecting your craft or nothing like that. We don't have just a, a switch, especially in the game of football. It can't just be a switch. You got to no. train. I don't know many sports that there is, other than like baseball, I guess. Baseball, yeah, no, that baseball. Yeah, I mean basketball. It, it... There is no switch. I mean, football the same way. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be prepared. You can't, you can't be good if you don't prepare. Yeah. It's, I like mean, I said, I, I, like, like I, Glenn, like if Glenn comes to the game with no mics, no cell phone, he said, "Coach, you don't have, you don't have no, no camera for me." You know, I'm like, you ain't coming prepared. You right. wait a minute, I'm, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and but, another thing I, mean, I want to side note on, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Kels. I'm just saying, I'm using the Tom Brady theory with the thing we're talking about. The Brady trains a specific way in the offseason with his specific trainer to make sure he's ready for, you know, preseason or whatever we're going to have this year. So it's also on these guys making this money to make sure they're not training themselves too hard during the offseason. Yeah. Or the wrong way. Yeah. They, they need people. The, that, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's partially probably what the NFL is trying to protect themselves on, yeah. too. So don't go to if you're like a quarterback, don't go to the Browns because they're gonna train you wrong. Is that what you mean? Yes. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I know Baker's doing his thing up there now, but it, I I had to use them as the example because they've gone through so many or, quarterbacks. Or if you're a running back, don't go to Detroit. <laughs> mm, right. Right. I feel bad for Swift. I feel bad for him. I know, man. Yeah. He's a beast. He'll be all right. The dude that they just let go was a beast. The Carry On Johnson guy was a beast. A beast, guys. A slap beast, guys. He's in Philly now. We'll see what he does in Philly. We'll see what he does in Philly. I think he'll be good with Jalen Hurts or whoever their quarterback's going to be. I think he'll be good. It's going to be Jalen Hurts. But listen to me. 
Miles Sanders is a top five running back in this league. So, yeah. and then he you has. You buy, he got going. That's what I'm saying. So why would you go to Philly? And then look at Atlanta. We just letting everybody just go. I just, I ain't got time. I ain't got time for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're we're wrapping up. It's about eight minutes until the end of the show. I want to thank Coach Morgan for joining us. I want to remind everybody. The game is the Savannah Falcons versus the Savannah Raiders at Floyd E. Morris Field at Daffin Park, 1500 East Victory Drive. It's going to be a red out, so wear your red, wear all your red, get out there. Flyers will be out today. Flyers Flyers will will be out today. Flyers will be out today. Um the Falcons, I know they're ready for this. I know, I know I've heard uh, the Raiders may have uh, loaded up a little more on their uh, roster. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't talk to many people out that way, but I see some of uh, the stuff going on on Facebook. And I, I know it's going to be a good match. I mean, last, last game, there were, uh, you guys were going back and forth, back and forth, and then you guys just took over at the end of the game, and um, people can't people can't sleep on you guys at the end of the game. You guys keep keep pushing. Sometimes it seems even harder at the end. So it was another George Grant halftime game. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, it was George Grant. I saw him, I saw him warming up on the sidelines, and I was like, oh wait, Grant's here. Okay, so. Yeah. I want to remind everybody on Saturday, get out there to uh, Daffin Park wearing your red. It's going to be a good time um, as and, the and, and, Falcons take on the Raiders again. And I want to give a big shout-out to the Bring It On In show to these guys, Jamie and uh, Glenn and Glenn P. I want you guys – I'm still waiting on Kel, still waiting on Jeff to come on down. Big family atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and like I said, Glenn put up my, my my big banners. And like I said, if you don't know where the stadium at, you'll know Falcons football because I got we got some big banners that'll let you know we in the stadium. So, yeah, just drive down and, uh, drive down victory. You'll see victory. you'll see that that uh sign pull off right next to uh Grayson Stadium. It's uh it's a good good atmosphere. I mean, I love the fact that uh the kids playing football and stuff. I'm, I'm looking at uh, if we could get get some more people out there helping us out. I mean, doing a little halftime halftime show with the kids or something. Have a football, right, a right. trash can or the, something. Um, but but right, that was the little league team. That yeah, was the Forest Knights little league. Okay, and I have a couple of coaches. Uh, matter of fact, Tory Worlds is the head coach over there. Awesome. So, like I said, we're in conjunction with everything. We're in conjunction with the 30 and up. We're in conjunction with the whole city. So yeah. really, Savannah as a whole, like I said, once we get Savannah as a whole, we're going to be covering a lot of sports. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Thanks again for joining us, Coach. And for everybody out there, I know you guys were expecting me to talk about this all game, all show long, but 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 I let you guys off the hook. Um for the first time in MLB history, a pitcher was prevented a perfect game by a drop third strike by his uh, catcher. But it was the first no-hitter thrown 
in Orioles history since Jim Palmer used to throw back in 1969. Hmm. 1969. That was a good year, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Was that one of the... I believe believe that was a World Series. Maybe uh, Jim Palmer may have been like Cy Young or something. I I may not be right about that, but I know... uh, I know that was a good year, so any kind of repetition with that year, I'll take. And, I mean, I wasn't able to see the game. I don't know if, uh, Jeff, I know you don't get to see you were listening to it. Jamie, did you watch it? I did not watch that game. Oh, okay. You just watched the uh, highlights? Yeah. Because I remember you said that he was a uh, solid pitcher at that that moment so i was like oh man maybe jamie got to watch uh, the game the O's, we actually lost the world series that, that game lost in the world series oh is that, that the miracle mets that was i don't know where it would be on here that was the probably, miracle probably mets right. y'all know y'all know what's wild about ball through the legs. another uh, another no hitter that that's the third one this season if i'm not mistaken that's how good these pitchers are getting, man. Yeah. And he he faced he faced the minimum, the minimum, twenty seven up, twenty seven down. Usually a perfect game. This is the first time that we were ever able to witness the unicorn perfect game. Thanks, catcher. Or the unicorn no hitter, I guess it would be called technically. So. <laughs> Was that a y- little Yankees chuckle up there, Jamie? Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. It was the Mets, but you're right. My bad. They smoked yeah. us too. Four to one. <clears throat> I think we're. I think we're. Uh, that first game we played well or something. The second game we were doing decent, and then the Miracle Mets just turned it on. Um, I'm reminded every time I watch. I can't remember which one it is, but I I feel like it's Men in Black 2. But it could be Men in Black 1. Um, they actually go, they're in the uh, Met Stadium, and they do some little little thing where they, they look at a memory or something back in time, and it's, it's that. It's the point that the Mets turned it around on the Orioles, and I'm like, really? We got to watch this? this scene again i wasn't even alive and now it's burned into my brain <laughs> so <laughs> oh, man. yeah so man anything else you guys everybody heard that uh aaron Rodgers flew to green bay yesterday to have a bare knuckle fist fight with the gm Yes, I've been checking the news and my Twitter feed. I've been waiting for any results. I haven't seen anything yet. Nothing. I have not seen anything. And you know, just like always, at 12.05 on Monday, there's going to be breaking news. (laughs) And stop laughing. Stop laughing at me, DC. Um, So, yeah. As that's that's what I'm waiting for. So maybe uh maybe something will happen 
I mean, Rogers said he wouldn't play there if the GM was still there, and I just I don't think he's going to be there this year. I think he's either sitting out or will be on another squad. That's that's what I think. I think he's going to sit out until he's on another squad, pretty much. That's right. All right, and the and the most damn, damn, was the Broncos the Broncos seem to be coming up as the most talked about destination. So who knows? Yeah. See how they were trying to see the Green Bay is trying to say there was tampering going on. Oh yeah, with the uh, 49ers and whatnot. But it's such a joke the whole tampering thing. I mean, it's it's not cool, but also it, it happens. Like we're happens. humans, we can't not talk to people. So people communicate exactly. Yeah. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Remember, we're here every Monday, 11 a.m. to 12 o'clock noon. And always stay tuned to 107.5 FM. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. The viewpoints expressed in the preceding program were not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. Peace. Staff.